0: Hello and welcome back to The Buzz. This has been a whirlwind of a few weeks with the recent passing of the Securities and Exchange Commission's Best Interest Rule. We've spent some time unpacking the true impact the rule will have on the industry and decided to give our listeners an episode dedicated to help understand and unfold what this new regulation really entails. To assist with this, we have Core Compliance's President Tito Pombra, who's here to discuss some key takeaways and components to the regulation. So Tito, could you give us a little background on the best interest rule?
1: In April 2018, the SEC proposed a three-part regulatory framework, which was focused on transparency and clarity for customers of broker deals investment advisors. The initial proposal was viewed to be more expensive in comparison to Department of Labor's fiduciary rule because the proposal covered all investment recommendations to retail customers from from then just retirement accounts. June 5th, 2019, the SEC released and approved the new Investment Advisory Reform Pact, which has been under consideration and reviews for over two decades.
0: Thanks for the brief history. After reviewing the reform package, would you agree that the centerpiece is surrounding Regulation Best Interest?
1: Absolutely. Regulation Best Interest, or Reg BI, was specifically designed to increase our raise standards of conduct and service from brokers. In fact, SEC's Chairman Jake Clayton said that Reg Reg BI goes beyond the standards set within the suitability model.
0: Okay great. Now what are the industry expectations of the rule?
1: Sure. Commission anticipates that the Reg BI will elevate, enhance and clarify brokers' obligations by requiring them to act in the retail consumer's best interest. In fact, uh, Chairman Clayton added that this rulemaking package will bring legal requirements and mandated disclosures for broker-dealers and investment advisors in line with reasonable investor in- expectations. The rule requires brokers to act in the best interest of their retail customers when making recommendations, including not placing their financial or other interests ahead of interest of the, re- the retail customer. It will take time to implement, though, as Regulation BI alone is 771 pages, and many have yet to fully unpack and digest it entirely. Also, aside from the time, this industry-wide change will be costly. Firms need to prepare and understand this uniform and universal investment protection affects many aspects of their own compliance program. There is a lot of work to be done here, and we suggest that get an early start on reading this rule and implementing it.
0: All right, understanding those concerns, Are there some takeaways firms should consider as the June 30, 2020 deadline approaches?
1: Sure, absolutely. Uh, Brokers are required to adhere with a soft best practice standard. Set up DOL to synchronize rulemaking later this year. The CRS form likely to add client confusion in deciding on broker versus fiduciary advisory and more focused on protecting brokerage role than consumer. There, there are other you know, inter- interesting issues that will probably result from this and needs to be uh, aware of it and it's gonna come into limelight before June 30th, 2020.
0: Okay. So you mentioned Form CRS in your takeaways. What impact does this new regulation have on Form CRS relationship summaries?
1: Sure, so Form CRS, also known as ADV part three, um, it requires investment advisors, broker dealers, to deliver a relationship summary to retail investors at the beginning of their relationship firms will summarize information about services fees costs conflicts of interest legal standard of conduct and whether or not the firm and its financial professionals have disciplinary history the relationship summary will have standardized question and answer format to promote comparison by, by retail investors in a way that is distinct from existing disclosures the relationship summary will permit the use of layered disclosures so that investors can more easily access additional information from the firm about these topics. It also will highlight the Commission's investor education website, investor.gov which offers the investing public educational information, including series of education videos designed to provide ordinary investment with some basic information about broker-dealers and investment advisors. This, this is a very complicated implementation, and I, I think uh, getting a head start on this form, CRS, is required, and, and, and uh, we advise the firm not to wait till June 2020 to implement this.
0: Wow, that's a lot to consider but it's a good starting list for firms to start implementing. Are there any tips or last notes of knowledge you'd like to give our listeners who are just starting to adjust their own compliance programs?
1: Um, sure. The firm must be aware of their overreaching compliance obligation under Reg BI, which include disclo- disclosure obligations. Uh, broker-dealer must disclose material facts about the relationship recommendation. These include specific disclosure about capacity image broker is acting, fees, types of scope and services provided, conflicts, limitations of services and products, whether the BD provides monitoring services. Then there's the care obligation, where BDs must exercise reasonable diligence and care and skill when making recommendations to retail customers. They must also understand the potential risk and rewards and costs associated with the recommendation, and consider these factors in light of investment profile and making a recommendation is in retail com- customer's best interest. The final regulation, which is enhancement of, from the proposal, explicitly requires broker-dealer to consider the cost of the recommendation. Then there is the conflicts of interest obligation, where broker-dealer must establish, maintain, and enforce written policy and procedures reasonably designed to identify at least at a minimum disclose or eliminate conflicts of interest. This obligation, which is an enhancement from the proposal, specifically requiring policy and procedures to mitigate conflicts that create an incentive for the firm's financial professionals to place their interest on or the interest of the firm ahead of the retail client's interest, prevent material imp- limitations on offerings such as limited product menu or offering only proprietary products from causing firm or financial professionals to place his or her interest or interest of the firm ahead of the c- retail customer's interest and eliminate sales contests, sales quotas, bonuses, non-cash compositions that are based on sale of specific security or uh, security types, specific security types within the limited period of time. The compliance obligation is an enhancement from the proposal broker-dealer must establish and maintain and enforce policy and procedure reasonably designed to achieve compliance with the regulation best interest as a whole. So there's a lot to do here. There is, there is a significant amount of work, there's going to be revisions to firms' policy and procedures, implementation of new policy and procedures, disclosure requirements, disclosures on website, disclosures on obviously ADV, uh, training will be required, it's extensive training of all client-facing employees of the firms and the broker-dealers and investment advisors, So um, so there's a lot coming. And then lastly, being aware of your organization's obligation is is a great place to start when approaching Reg BI. If you have any questions or concerns regarding Reg BI or need assistance with adjusting your organization's compliance program, please free to reach out to us at 619-278-0020 or at our website at www.corecls.com. Thank you very much.
0: Well, that's it for this week's episode. If you'd like additional information, please check out our website at www.corecls.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter at Corecls. Thank you, and we hope you tune into next week's episode of the CCO Buzz.